Hi, it's Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. My goal inside of this communication, this show, is to share with you my nearly 30 years of coaching some of the most successful financial advisors in North America. We're going to be talking about strategies, syntaxes, we're going to bring guests on from time to time, and I'm going to share with you what's working now. So think of this show as sort of like a little one-on-one kind of mini coaching cast, if you like, where we're going to be going in-depth from time to time on strategies to help you grow your business, get more effective, become more efficient, find balance in your time management, grow your business, and quite frankly, whatever else is going on in the world today. So before we get to today's episode, I'd love for you to do a couple things for me. Number one, make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're doing the audio, make sure that you give us a review on whether Spotify or Apple, you know, we'd really appreciate that. And quite frankly, that does help. It does matter when you rate things and like things and subscribe to things. It helps us get the word out to more of the industry. And lastly, I have a very special gift for you. Go to MagellanNetwork.net. So one word, MagellanNetwork.net. And I have for you a complimentary membership, 100% gratis, where you can tap into about between 50 and 75 hours of master classes, forms, tools, templates, and strategies. So please go ahead and uh, make sure you go ahead and get that claimed. Smash the like button and subscribe. And uh, please go ahead and leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you're on. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hi, it's your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, in this episode, this is going to be uh, module number four of our How to Get Off to a Great Start in 2023 series. This module, we're going to talk about what everybody really likes to talk about, which is biz dev. You know, how do we grow our business? But before we do that, if you haven't watched the rest of the series, let me kind of walk you through the first three. So in the first one, I talked about the importance of having a plan, a game plan, a goal, things in writing, right? A roadmap for your success in 2023. Then we talked about the absolute crucialness of a morning success ritual. How you start today matters, all right? So go watch. If you haven't watched that, watch. And then last week, we talked about how to have a rock star level daily game plan and how to execute. So today, this will be the last episode in this series as we turn the calendar now to February next week, is let's talk about business development, right? So in other words, how do you grow your revenue? So in our game, and I'm going to cover really kind of two things, right? So there's only two ways an advisor can grow its revenue, their revenue. Number one, they can optimize the cash flow revenue of their current clients, and we'll talk about strategies on that. And then obviously, number two, we can go ahead and get new clients, right? So 1A, 1B. That's the only two ways. There's not a third way. There's not a third rail here of I'm going to go do the third bucket. It doesn't exist. There's only two buckets, right? Additional services and economics from current clients, new clients. That's it. So let's talk about current clients. So I use a concept, a strategy called optimization. And if you want to know more about it, if you look back 
probably November of this year, maybe late October. I did a, a one-hour CE credit at Riskalyze conference in Salt Lake City, where I did an hour deep dive into the various aspects of an optimization strategy. So I'm not going to bore you with that here. Go seek it out. It's like a masterclass, really good. Got great feedback on it. Go do that. In fact, my team will maybe put it in the, in the show notes. That'd be great also. So really optimization, I'll, I'll spend two minutes on it real quick and then that will hopefully entice you to go watch the rest. So really what you want to boil down to, you want to make sure that you're doing everything possible in your current client relationships. So what do we mean by that? We make sure we have all their money. We want to make sure they have a financial plan or at minimum a balance sheet. We want to either coordinate or do the, all their insurance needs and so on and so on. And then the other thing, which, you know, with the markets last year, nobody likes to really talk about, are you getting paid for what you're worth? So are you charging the appropriate fees to your clients for the appropriate value that you bring to them? Many advisors are actually, it's kind of a, it's kind of a dichotomy. They undercharge their smaller relationships and overcharge their larger relationships. So you just want to make sure that, you know, you're not running a nonprofit. One of the things we always look at is profitability. Now, for some of you, you really don't need more households. In fact, some of you that I know, again, if you're part of our network group, you have 600, 800,000, 1,200 households. Like, you don't need more households. In fact, if you try to, in fact, you're getting too many households via referral, whether you want them or not. So that's not the issue here. But profitability is. So a very simple strategy that you can deploy is, and again, not everybody's into financial planning. I'm not here. I'm not, an, I'm not an evangelist one way or the other. But what I do believe, you need to have a balance sheet on everybody. Okay, that is the minimum requirement. So whether it is use something out of one of your planning tools, I happen to love Asset Map just because it does a lot of cool things. That would be what I would recommend you take a look at. But the bottom line is you want to know where your client's money is. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to get it potentially, but you need to at least identify it. So first thing is what we call disclosure. Have your clients disclose all their assets to you, just basically. And I will tell you, from my experience that, and I hear it all the time, oh, Joe, I've, I know my clients really well. I have all their money. And, and I can't, I, I, it's like I can do it over and over again. Well, humor me and do the balance sheet anyway just to humor me, right? Make it a protocol. And sure enough, let's just say one out of 10, maybe two out of 10. For every 10 balance sheets they do, they'll find one or two pretty significant opportunities. And these are clients that I've had for, in some cases, decades. What happens? We get lazy, we assume, right? So one of the ways you want to develop business, right, and profits is making sure that your client base is optimized. So again, make sure you have all their money, making sure that it's under the right advisory fee structure, and making sure you're getting paid appropriately for the value that you bring, okay? So that's the optimization side, the profit side. And, and by the way, this is the other thing too. If you have a big book of business, you'll look at this and you'll stare at it. Like, where do I start? If you have 500 clients, start a client 499 or 500. Seriously, roll it up. Practice here. Get good here. If you have a team, a staff, junior advisors, uh, servicing advisors, same protocol. You know, hey, everybody, it's got to be culturally that we're going to be running balance sheets slash asset maps on everybody. Period. Okay? Just make sure you do that. Standard of care, minimum, even if it doesn't make sense to do a financial plan, absolutely makes sense to do that. Okay. Now that's optimizing that side. 
Now let's talk about new clients. So I will at some point in this year do a whole dissertation on referrals and introductions. Uh, today's not that day because I can really get going on that. So we're not going to do that in this episode. But I will tell you this. Okay. If you've got clients, and I kind of work this way. If you've got a couple hundred clients or even 100, 150 households, and if you don't have a strong, proactive introduction strategy, and you would rather spend money on third-party lead gen programs, all that other stuff, then you are what I call creating malpractice in your business. Why? Because I can be in a room of 100 advisors, and I've been in rooms of 100 advisors, and I've asked this question. What is one of the best ways to get new household? A quality, a quality new relationship. There's only two ways I've, I've really heard, which is a referral from a quality current relationship and a referral slash introduction from a center of influence, 1A, 1B. Now, there's always like three or four dudes in the back that like to co-call and do networking. That's in seminars and that's them. That's fine. But for the uh, predominant group here, it's about introductions. Hi, Coach Joe Lucas here, and I'm just breaking here for a moment just to do a couple quick reminders. Number one, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or our podcast. In addition, please leave a, a comment or a review. Those things really, really matter. And uh, share this episode with three of your colleagues inside the financial services space. And lastly, make sure that you go ahead and claim your free membership inside of Magellan Network. Now back to this week's episode. And if you don't have a well-thought-out introduction strategy, what are we doing? It's number one, by far. And look, I have clients doing every lead gen program. My Instagram feed is jammed up with, if you're a financial advisor, we can set you know 12 to 18 appointments for you, blah, 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 blah. Right? All that shiny object, silver bullet stuff, right? You want to spend the money, go ahead. But I'm telling you right now, rule number one, until you have a well-thought-out introduction strategy and execute upon it, you're, you're not doing what ne is necessary. Now, why would an advisor do that? So intellectually, right, we're all smart people here. Hey, best way to do something is this. Then the follow-up question becomes, how much time, energy, and effort do you put to this? So if you say to me and say to yourself, hey, you know what? Getting a quality introduction to a quality household from a quality current household is probably 1A, if not 1B, COI being the other one, then how much time, energy, and effort are we putting into it? Like if that's our best way, if that is the optimal way, if that is the most cost-effective way, why aren't we experts in it? Why are we specializing in it? And I'll hear things like, well, Joe, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to say. What does the letter say? And that's all cop-outs. That's all BS. The number one reason, and I swear to you, I'm not turning this into a referral conversation yet. The number one reason advisors struggle with the intro game is their mindset. They don't know if they bring enough value to the relationship, and they don't know if they deserve it, period. My 30 years of coaching, that is the number one reason, if you're truthful, okay? So what we need to do there, we need to have a strong introduction strategy. So that will work, okay? Next, how else you get new clients? Well, if you want to play COIs, and I got, look, I'm a big believer in, again, COIs, you know, and, and let's kind of break that out for a second. Most advisors think COIs are very uh, binary, CPA and attorney. 
and that is extremely myopic in these days, okay? So what are some of my overarching rules on COI? So number one, it's still a numbers game, okay? If you've been in this business for any period of time and have a clientele, well, I mean, the direct line is the clients that you already have under your guys who have other CPAs and attorney relationships, well, that's where you start because you have commonality, you share a common client, okay? You just do, all right? The concept of, well, I'm gonna go play a LinkedIn game with CPAs, or I'm gonna go network at the chamber, or even better, I'm gonna join the estate planning council. Look, there's always one-offs, and I've got clients that have done beautiful, brilliant things in those groups, but it's like one out of 100. It's really like the unicorn. By and large, for most advisors, you wanna play a warm COI game, not a cold COI game. You just do, okay? But expanding the concept for a second, what's a COI? Definition, right? Center of influence. So let's not be binary. Let's kind of spread it out a little bit. And I'll give you some examples that I know clients execute on. So depending on your marketplace. So let's just say you work with executives. So like retiree rollover game, right? Very simple. Who are the executive? Again, if you work in like upper, you know, organizations, upper tier, who are the executive coaches they have, Right. And you want it, because I'll tell you right, the right executive coach is worth 10 CPAs. Because I get it. Because if they're working with an executive in a coaching aspect, what is one of the primary stressors of an executive? Their personal money game. Can I retire? Am I saving enough? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Right? What else in executives? They get recruited. Right? So executive professionals, they get recruited. Right? So, you know, recruiters, headhunters, are another great COI. Now, the question a lot of advisors have is, well, how do I bring value to a recruiter, right? I'll tell you how, because we, you know, we found out how, very simply. In certain industries, tech, biotech, there's certain industries you know, that stock options are part of comp. And so if a recruiter is trying to get candidate A to leave company A to go to company B, and candidate A is saying, but I got these stock options over here, I don't want to lose them, they don't move. But if they can bring somebody like you in to do a financial plan analysis that would show candidate A by going to company B that they'd be better off. But by the way, headhunters make about a third of the comp for year one. So you're talking about, you know, these guys are making thirty to seventy-five thousand dollars on a deal. They'll pay you for a financial plan to get somebody to move. That's been our experience. Okay? So again, something non-traditional. Now, how about business owners? Same concept. Who are their business coaches? Marketing consultants, HR consultants, social media consultants, right? Who are the centers of influence? I am a massive center in, some of you who are professionals uh, or colleagues of mine know that I'm a massive center of influence, that I can recommend any of you if I, you know, again, if I know who you are and I know you do a great job and I know your best interest in heart, and my clients will hire you because of my recommendation, right? So I'm a massive center of influence. So if you think about it from that perspective, we've got, again, our, our optimization game, and then we've got, here's how we get new clients, right? This is 1A, 1B. Now, the rest of it is sort of like this. Everything works for somebody, what's gonna work for you? And I will also say that in biz dev, you wanna have some diversification, so I just gave it to you, right? We have an optimization strategy, we have a referral and introduction strategy, we have maybe a COI strategy, right? so I got like three legs. So if you wanna add a fourth one like social media, Let's say I want to have social media. I want to get out there and kind of, you know, wave the flag, do a little branding, stuff like that. Fine. 
But don't make that a one-trick. You want to do seminars? Fine. Don't make that a one-trick pony. Uh, I want to do one of these lead gen programs. Okay, fine. I think you're not going to like it after a while. But if you want to make it, it's the fourth one. Right? So unless you have a big team that can do different things, no advisor should have more than four channels for new business or new revenue. Optimization, referrals and introductions, COIs, and then pick the fourth one. Seminars, lead gen programs, LinkedIn, whatever it is, right? Pick that fourth one I'm fine with. But it's diversified. We're not relying on any one thing. And quite frankly, this one here is like the moonshot stuff, okay? The first three are our core. The fourth one is the add-on. And again, I could probably spend another uh, 30 minutes balance, you know, beating this up. I'm not going to do that for the sake of time because I want to keep these episodes kind of tight, kind of you know, make you think a little bit. So here's what I want you to do. Uh, number one, go through these different channels, right? Optimization for a lot of you is really the main driver. And quite frankly, for many of you, it's optimization and referrals introductions. If I can just rock star those two things, I'm good the rest of the way. Focus on that. Right? Make a commitment. Don't get don't get seduced and you know unfocused because you know somebody's claiming to have an easy button for you. Oh, just pay us two or three grand a month and well, it doesn't work that way. And I'm not gonna get into names, but like I said, I've had clients do every major program out there, and I'm telling you right now, they kind of work, they don't work like they say they were. It's not let's put it, it is not this, it is not oh snap your fingers, get new clients. It is not that at all work okay they will get you in front of prospects or let me rephrase that they will get you in front of leads which is i look at leads prospects right two different things right a lead is somebody that may have requested some information i don't know if i call that a prospect i wouldn't i call it a lead right and i've seen situations where clients of mine will test these programs and you know, we'll do outreach, and the person's like, Why, who are you? Why are you like they even forget what you know? That's how cold it is, right? So, don't get seduced by. And the last thing I'll say, then we're gonna get out of here is FOMO fear of missing out. All these companies use FOMO to motivate, scare, they play on your insecurities to move things forward. So, don't play the game that you ignore it play the game that matters to you here's what i want you to think about how many quality clients do you need this year right now there's always outliers but i will tell you in my work with an established advisor they get 12 to 18 in some cases 6 to 12 quality relationship they're good for the year like they don't need 50 new households this year we're not rookies so figure out how many households you need, and then what's the easiest way to get them? What's the most efficient way to get them? What's the most effective way to get them? That's what matters, okay? So I want to thank you all for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Remember, MagellanNetwork.net, you know, we've got all these free tools and things you can use, uh, just like we talked about today, to really move the needle in your business and your success. And thank you for listening, watching again, and I'll see you on our next episode. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally 
and professionally.